T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Clint Sterner's Football at Four. All right, look, what QB best fits the Texans' new offensive coordinator, Bobby Slowick's offense? When you you look at these different offenses, they, I would say, look, the more, more, uh, I guess, tangible skills you have, um, the, the better off you are in any offense. But when you look at certain offenses, some some offenses you need to be able to drive the football down the field, stretch the, the field um, consistently, drive the football to the second level of the field. That needs to be – like that's a non-negotiable. you got to be able to do that. Some offenses need you to be pinpoint accurate in the screen game, in the, in, in the, the quick game, in the RPO game. They need you to be able to anticipate. They need you to be – like accuracy is more important. It's always important, but it's more important – in certain offenses than it is in, in uh, other offenses. And so as we start looking at these different offenses around the league and the different quarterbacks that are coming out in the draft, if you look at what Bobby Slowick is doing, is going to do, at least where he comes from, in Kyle Shanahan's offense and and and, and specifically in this new age Shanahan, I, th- I think, I think the, the Kubiak-Shanahan uh, I think offense has some different levels to it, but I think it's also kind of evolved into what we see Kyle Shanahan doing in, in San Francisco. And that is where I think Bobby Slowick is going to land on that Kubiak-Shanahan tree on the scale of that tree, right? There was a day when it was hard play action, throw it over the top and a bigger arm. Right now, if you look at it, though, Bobby Slowick's offense – the, the current Kyle Shanahan offense, San Francisco 49er offense, it is more important. The number one priority for the quarterback is to be a high-level processor and a, a very accurate distributor of the football within, let's say, five yards behind the line of scrimmage to 10 or 15 yards beyond the line of scrimmage, right? That's why That's why a, a former Mr. Irrelevant in his rookie year can go out there and, and not lose a ball game in this system and play at an extremely high level in this system. Yes, he's talented. Not taking anything away from Brock Purdy, but it is a quarterback-friendly system if if you possess a certain skill set. And when I look at the crop of quarterbacks that are coming out this year in the draft, the draftable quarterbacks in 2023, who fits a Bobby Slowick offense, which we don't really know what exactly that is at this point in time, but if you and look the most over you could go off with it is, is what he's done in San Francisco. That's it. Look out, look at look at what was going on in San Francisco. 
Bryce Young fits exactly what Bobby Slowick's offense needs in a quarterback. When you look at how Bryce Young plays the game, he can do it all, right? The only knock on the kid is that he's small. But I, I, I would, I, if I, I got to be honest with you, his strength is not going to be at the NFL level, stretching the field consistently the way the Pat Mahomes and the Aaron Rodgers uh, and the big arm, the Josh Allen's Who's of the, the world. Who's the comp? Have you thought this through? Who's the comp? That if it's not. Because you say it's not – because you've Look, always I, said he's I got say, really good arm I, talent, but I not believe, arm strength. I believe the way he's going to play the game is very Pat Mahomes-ish. But the, the, minus, the, 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 minus the ability to throw the football 70 yards. Like, Pat's arm strength is not in the same ballpark with uh, – I'm sorry, Bryce Young's arm strength is not in the same ballpark as Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, these big-armed guys. Right, he doesn't have that level of arm strength. But when you when you talk about the twitch in the pocket, the the unbelievable feel in the pocket, the the crazy arm talent, the 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 ability to have your body completely out in left field, take your body out of it and throw all arm 15, 20 yards down the field with pinpoint accuracy. The way Pat Mahomes does it, that's what Bryce Young does. So he may I, I would, not be able to roll out to his right or left on the run and throw it 60. Right. But the touchdown he that Mahomes threw to Kelsey to start the Super Bowl. Oh, hell, hell he yeah. Uh, that, oh, all you know, day. On the money. Or the uh, one he threw to MVS where he had to slide in the pocket against the Bengals and come across. Yeah, it was pretty nasty. But, yes, you get the point. Like, like that, like. Maybe the, not throw it 70, but he can. Right. The arm ability. Take, take the miles. He's not going to overpower you with a 103-mile-an-hour fastball. And, you know, he's not going to hit the ball out of the damn stadium, right? I mean, ultimately, there, there's some restrictions there or some limitations there with Bryce Young. But when you look at how he plays the game, what he does exceptionally well, as 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 good if not better than, than really anybody at the college level and the majority of the guys at the pro level is five yards behind the line of scrimmage to 10 to 15 yards beyond the line of scrimmage, pinpoint accurate, unbelie- unbelievably accurate, the, the way he anticipates, the way he can change his – like he doesn't need to reset his feet to throw the, 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 the ball to the right side of the field, whether it's behind the line of scrimmage to the wide side or it's anticipating in, in, a, in a, a hole in the zone to the right side. He can, take, he can anchor his feet down and, and flip the football out there, and he does it effortlessly. All these guys – hell, I can do it, but it just – it ain't going to be accurate. It's not going to be on time. It's not going to get there half the damn time. He does it at an elite level, and he does it effortlessly when it's all said and done. And I look at Bobby Slowick's offense. It's about getting, like what we saw in San Francisco, it was never about stretching the field. It was never about stretching the field, throwing the ball over the top of safeties. No, it was stretching the field sideline to sideline with the screen game, with with your 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 quick game, with your RPOs, with your run game, and then when the defense reacts and gives you the opportunity to throw it over the top and have a a, a, a higher percentage throw over the top, then boom, you take your shot. Bryce Young's plenty capable That's of him. doing that. But when I talk, like what we what we under value as we talk quarterback play is the ability. Like I'll tell you this, Jalen Hurts. I I, rem, I recall two throws. From the Super Bowl, and now Jalen Hurts didn't make many mistakes, and he didn't miss many throws, but where Jalen Hurts was was clean pocket, his body's in center field or in left field, and and they, they were running that motion where they'd bring Gainwell in motion, 
and he'd, he'd hit the he'd hit the, the the line of scrimmage at at, at uh, the snap at, at full speed, and he'd run that crossing route, right? One time there was a DB over there waiting on him, and he got decleated. And one time there was nobody over there. He had the defense outflanked, and and what happened? Jalen Hurts threw it on his back hip, so he had to slow down. Boom! Kansas City defense rallies over there, and it's a two yard gain instead of a ten yard gain in the first down, right? And I only bring that up to say Jalen Hurts does not have the same abilities that. In terms of passing the football and from an arm talent perspective, Jalen Hurts doesn't have those abilities. When you look at this year's quarterbacks, the abilities that fit Bobby Slowick's offense, number one, Bryce Young, and then there's a large gap. I think number two, Will Levis, and then number three, C.J. Stroud. And I, I think I think the number four, the number four um, quarterback in this draft, Anthony Richardson, I think there's a chance that somebody gambles on him early, and maybe he gets drafted before one or, or a couple of those three guys. But he he's the one that doesn't that you would think doesn't fit. Well, he just needs he's to be he, he needs to be developed in a big way, and I think the best the best fit for him is going to be somebody that's going to use his legs. Like the worst thing anybody could do is Dak Prescott, Anthony Richardson. You're enamored with his athletic ability, his size, the way he runs the football, and then you bring him into the league and you ask him to be Tom Brady. Process at a high level every snap, sit in the pocket and anticipate and, you know, be super accurate and then wonder why one game he throws for 500 yards and they beat somebody they're not supposed to and then the next game he throws four interceptions. You wonder why because that's not what he's – right now it's not who he is. Like you could you could take Anthony Richardson and plug him into an offense that uses his legs and you could overcome him being young and immature and in, or, or inexperienced because his legs are going to make the defense that, 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 got, that teams can throw at you very vanilla. And so now you take the the need for him to process consistently at an, at an extremely high level, and you minimize it because of his legs. But not everybody does that. We've watched Dallas do do it with Dak, and and not that Dak can't process, and not that Dak hasn't had great games. But Dak Prescott would be a a better quarterback, a bigger threat to win a Super Bowl if they used his legs the way you saw them use his legs in college. Maybe not for seventeen straight games, but use his legs the way that Buffalo does. With Josh Allen. Trailer rule and frame text line saying, sounds like you're describing Tua in McDaniel's offense. I, I think I think that's a perfect example. I believe that I believe that Bryce Young is is better than Tua. Be Tua on steroids. But but, but I, I believe that that there is a Tua is a very good example of this offense would can can execute an extremely high level with a guy that is not going to take a bunch of risks driving the football down like Jonathan I mean uh, 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 Allen Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers they throw balls game in game out five six seven eight balls game in game out that the other 75 percent of quarterbacks in the NFL have no business attempting right none including Tua right like those guys we get too enamored with those guys and watching them going boy I I want a quarterback that can do that well guess what there's three of them right now in the league right I mean there's Burrow can't do it yeah. Right, Burrow can't do it. They're, they're, the, 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 so there's a handful of great ones that can't do it. So, yeah, Bryce Young, I, I think, is a Tua on steroids when you look at what they do really, 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 really well. And you look at what offense Tua was in and how that sucker was hitting on all cylinders and how they were able to overcome huge deficits in the second half and even in the fourth quarter versus really good defenses, it was because Tua's ability to do those things that this particular offense, first and foremost, demands its quarterback be able to do. This year, when you look at the draft, if you're if you're in a conversation about the Texans, Bobby Slowick's offense, and who the Texans should draft 
I'm here to tell you, Bryce Young, from a skill a skill perspective, what they do right now, what they do really well, Bryce Young is the best fit. Will Levis would be two. C.J. Stroud is going to be three. And, and so I'll be honest with you, I, I'll look at this thing from a little different perspective. I think Bryce Young is the best fit in Bobby Slowick's offense. I think Will Levis is the best fit in Shane Steichen's offense in Indianapolis. Really? Yep. I think C.J. Stroud would be a really good fit in Frank Reich's offense in Carolina. And then I'll even go back to Shane Steichen in Indy. I wouldn't mind, while I think he's a project, I wouldn't mind Anthony Richardson out of out of uh, Florida to be a guy that Shane Steichen drafts and builds around. Shane Steichen is a guy that would be able to, to, to use Anthony Richardson's legs to the point of making, making the defense be vanilla and minimizing Anthony Richardson's how many times a game he has to really go out there and and dissect the defense mentally? Shane is interesting because, like, when you look at his latest stop, you look at at Jalen, right? And you think, all right, boy, he wants to really incorporate the the quarterback run game in this. But then his previous stop was as the OC of Justin Herbert, and that that's yep. a, that's a different style. So, you know, Will Levis maybe could I don't think he's Herbert, but maybe he could fit that because. I don't know, man. I, I'm just not, and I've watched even more closely on Will. I, I'm not like convinced you're gonna use Will the way you use Josh Allen and, and Justin Hurts. Like I don't, I don't know that yeah. I see that in the yeah. run game. I, I, I agree wholeheartedly. I, I think there's a difference in patiently running and executing the quarterback run game, and then running out of fear and just scrambling around and making plays. I'm not convinced that Will Levis is the has the patience of Josh Allen and the patience of Jalen Hurts, much less the top-end athletic ability. We'll see. Um, I, I think I, I would. I think as a, the old quarterback and, and the football guy that I am, I would like to see Will Levis or Anthony Richardson in Shane Steichen's offense after what he just did with Jalen Hurts. I, I think it would be absolutely beautiful uh, moving forward. Rookie quarterbacks, Bryce Young is in Bobby Slowick's offense. Will Levis is in Shane Steichen's offense in Indy. And C.J. Stroud would be a good fit in Frank Reich's offense in Carolina. Keep that in mind as you uh, cuss and discuss with cold beers on the table with your friends. Red 22. Valentine's Day show. That's right, baby. You ready to get football horny? Boner alert. You ready to get football horny, Bob? Why not? You know, it is is Valentine's Day. I found another one. I got another audio. I got another audio clip of the day. Oh, football horny audio clip of the day. This is Clint's blood flowing. Oh, no question about it. I absolutely love this. The Colts, the Colts, uh, they introduced new head coach Shane Steichen, uh, former offensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles. They introduced him to uh, the world today as as the the head coach of the the Indianapolis Colts. And I'm gonna tell you, man, it was impressive. It was impressive. I think D'Amico Ryan's did a hell of a job. I, I think Shane Steichen did a hell of a job with the, with the cuts that that I was able to hear and watch. It was impressive, but when it comes to football horny, you got to go above and beyond impressive. Oh boy! Well, you got to hear this one. Here, here's Shane Steichen, new head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, in his introductory press conference today, talking about offensive football. We're going to have a detailed plan on how we want to get things done, um, but uh, you know, I go with my gut feeling on a lot of things. You know, I'm a gut feeling guy, especially you know on game day. Um, I'll have a gut feeling on when to do certain things uh, as a play caller. Um, all those different things. But, uh, again, we're going to be aggressive and all those different things. And my philosophy offensively, I'm sure you guys are going to ask, but my philosophy on offense is this. And it's going to look different each week, but my philosophy is we're going to throw to score points in this league and run to win. 
we're going to throw to score points and run to win. Now, that could look different each week. You know, we sometimes I've went into games like, hey, we're going to throw it a bunch, and then we end up running it 45 times. So um, it's going to, the flow is going to dictate that. Um, I know we got some pieces in place to get that done, uh, and we should be ready to roll. Boner alert. Throw to score points, run to win games. Boy, that's absolutely That beautiful. flows off the tongue so well. What do you, know, what, what do, what do you boys I, say? Six to noon? Six to midnight? Six to midnight. I, yep. I, I, I'm kind of a nooner guy. Six to six to midnight, huh? <laughs> six to midnight right there for you. Yeah, that, that one turned I me on. I had heard trademark six to that's noon. That's good, Buck. That's the first time. What, me. six to noon or six to midnight? No, the, uh, what did he say, score to? Or throw, throw to score points, points, run, run to win, win games. Yeah, I don't think I've heard that That's one. smooth, man. That's good. He's done. He's We're going to be aggressive. One. I'm going to follow my gut. Fit my gut. I mean, look, they, they went for it a lot. They had a nice... He put a nice little quarterback sneak package together with a quarterback that can squat 600 pounds. I thought that was pretty impressive. Um, Shane Steichen and Indy. I'm not going to lie to you. As a Texans fan, I'm a little concerned. You should. Uh, I think you should be. By the way, you thought that was some good stuff. We got more audio coming just for you, Clint, uh, that I think uh, on this Valentine's Day. I, it touched me. I know it touched me, and I think it will touch you as well. And uh, – I don't know if the Astros and Framber Valdez's representation need to get on the same page, but they, they apparently are not coming from reports. We'll tell you what that means coming up next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Um, Everybody out there, hope you enjoy uh, your day uh, and night. Really hope you enjoy your night. Be sure to stretch. Whatever ritual you do, keep uh, hydrated, water, whatever you do. Electrolytes. Gatorade. Pickle juice. Squirt. Fresca. Gold thong. Grapefruit juice. Chocolate syrup. Well, I mean, I think y'all just pop a stud RX and roll with it. Hot tea, (laughs) maybe. It, it, it can be that y'all, simple, dirty. Y'all, right. y'all are complicating things. <laughs> oh, I just try to keep going. people hydrated. Look, no, whatever no, it is they're I'm, drinking. I'm going to be honest with you. Coke Zero. You two significant other didn't marry y'all because y'all are just super romantic. I mean, just pop, pop, you know, stud, pop, you know, stud RX and, and, uh, and, and be, be, be a decent man for an evening. Prune juice, whatever it is that you use to keep yourself hydrated. Listen, cinnamon juice. toast. No, none of that. None of that on Valentine's evening. You mean like this, like the milk that's left from cinnamon toast? Ooh, like if you poured cinnamon yeah. toast, took the cereal out, that's and a, then hydrated on that. Yeah, that'd be. That's nice. a sweet taste right you there. Know, that keeps the cramps away. Mm. 
Always get them. Always get mine in the hamstrings and the bottom of the foot. Your that's, what? Your cramps? That's where my cramps come. While you're working? Yeah. Bottom foot, Ooh. left hammy. I mean, you're doing it right, man. Working hard. Yeah. I've had to, I've had to just stop and grab something to drink. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I mean, what are you trying to accomplish? <laughs> Call a timeout. I mean, what are you? What are you? Them days got to be over. What are you trying to accomplish? Hold on, man. I mean, just, water break. I mean, it's, just, any, it's any kind of movement, man. I'm just talking about, man. I'm not trying. I'm not. I mean, my hand over my leg, but I'm just saying. Well, I mean, when you feel that old hammy p- tightening up a bit, just slow down. It's, slow it, down, it, it you know. But damn. it doesn't mean it's gonna stop tight, not tightening. Well, yeah, it does. Because I do. I have to stretch it out real quick, and it's it, and once it started, it, it, it's gone, and then I just need water. Okay, uh, it's the bottom this of the is foot, terrible. Man. It's the worst this one. is terrible. I, I, I could, I could see show, in in the middle of work. Oh, oh, oh! Hang on, court. Hang on, court. Hang on. Oh, hang on. Was pretty beat up. Stay there. right there. Oh. <laughs> Stay right there. This old hammy's acting up. Damn it, red. Freeze. Out <laughs> of there, trying to get that water in there. Damn it, red. Hey, Trey, get daddy a glass of water. No, no, that's, that's certainly, that's certainly not. Leave it, door, <laughs> Leave it at the door, son. Leave it at the door. Dad needs water. Get in here. <laughs> Certainly not where it's in. Yeah, the cramps come. Trace the show Hughley household uh, cramps come, water man. boy. Got to get them right, man. <laughs> Got to get it right. I tell you, oh, it, it, you don't know what happened. Man, hip ones are bad too. Um, listen, there's a here's some sound. You, you need to hear this. Uh, I was, you know, I hear this and I I was touched. Um, and uh, boy, this brought so much to understand the pain. Uh, that uh, the face of the uh, NFL uh, was going through in Patrick Mahomes. MVP. I mean, to understand, obviously we knew uh, the issue he was going through with the ankle before walking into the to the stadium, into the game. Real tough uh, injury for any athlete. We all saw what happened at Jacksonville. We knew there was going to be a problem. Um, I believe this is Mahomes mic'd up um, when the injury occurred, when he re-injured it in the Super Bowl ahead of that her- heroic performance where he only missed one pass in the second half. Uh, this was this was Mahomes mic'd up with the ankle clip. Third and 15, picked up by Mahomes at his shoe top, trying to fight for more time to run. He'll scramble. He's at the 35, but he's ankle tackled there at the 36, and he's hurt. Mahomes is hurt. He'll get up limping. He's in agony on the sideline right now. He rolled it. Dude, that is real pain. Was that pain, show man. last Valentine's Day, or was that, or, or, or was that Pat Mahomes on Super Bowl God, Sunday? God, man, do you hear the pain? Do you hear that? I mean, God, uh, he still sounded like Kermit screaming. Y'all, y'all ought to be, y'all ought to be embarrassed. Hey, did, did you pull it? Did you? Did you pull the audio of Devontae Smith when he got rolled up on and and uh, in the middle of that game too? It wasn't mic'd up. It, it probably it probably sounded well, just well, like well, that. Well, and then he went right back Devontae's in. Devontae's at home somewhere. Yeah. We're talking about what's that got to do with him? He was actually him, in the same we're game. About the Super Bowl. Yeah, he was in that game. Nobody cared about what's his Super, ankle though. No, not talking about the ankle we all had our eyes on was the MVP it's of the true. league. It's true, right? Y'all are, oh, y'all he didn't have it. He didn't have it. This doesn't surprise me one bit. He didn't have an injury walking into. But did you hear that? Did you uh, hear him? Uh, no, he's uh, on the, the sideline. I was wondering what noise he was making when he threw his helmet down and he had to rest his head in Rick Burkholder's shoulder. Coach, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, oh, I re rolled my ankle, Coach. Uh. <laughs> that's Clint, Tyler's that's got it down. That's green, Clint. Tyler's got it down. That's green. Uh. There, there's a subtle difference between the two. You got this? 
And then you got. Uh, that one is that. Are they both him? Yes. Yeah, they're both him. That's uh, what are we doing? That second. <laughs> Second one is fit. once once again that same guy ran for twenty something yards to, to win the ball game. I think he he grabbed the courage. Clint. It was unbelievable. Man. He I'm grabbed the clerk the courage. Yeah. You I ever mean, wanted to know what it sounded like to hear Kermit the uh, Frog scream? Uh, they said, hey, man, Tyler, he, did I show you that video? If he runs straight, he's fine. Did I show you the video of the pregame? <laughs> did I show you the pregame? Well, video? They, they I, I basketball. It, it, oh yes, basketball yes, 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 thing. Yes. Yeah. 360 land on one foot. That was I mean, before I mean, he rolled it, dude. Before he oh, rolled yeah. it. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not sure it was even that ankle that he landed on that he was doing the 360 on. I'm not sure that you. Oh, know he, that. look, he 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 went up there, changed directions, did his little dribble deal, went over to another defender, leaned on a guy, then did a 360 fadeaway jumper, landed on. I don't know what ankle he landed on, but it was um, <laughs> there was no limp. That's great, man. If you had to tell me, how does Patrick Mahomes scream? That's it right there. That's it. <laughs> Ah! Is, that not, is that not really him? That's him. No, it is him. Well, yeah. him. Oh, 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 I thought you meant that I'm wasn't him. I'm just saying, him. if you tell me. Well, maybe his voice would change a little, but nope, there's Kermit. <laughs> no, I, I would imagine if he could have changed that, he'd have done did it by now. <laughs> that is, boy, that, that's something else. Hi, boy. Boy, the, uh, boy, the, uh. You and o Aaron Andrews, man. You and o Aaron Andrews. The courage, just, just, man. The I heard, courage. So, I heard something today about the ankle. The courage. Oh, man, the ankle. Oh, he's, the, just, he's recovering, man. I mean, Oh, I heard today. He said today um, that uh, his. <laughs> I can't get this one out. <laughs> I know you can't. You're embarrassed for him. I know you are. He said that uh, his uh, some of his golf um, expectations he's not going to be able to meet because uh, he's going to be uh, he's going to be rehabbing the ankle. I mean, so, we hear how uh, the pain he was in when he was screaming. He's going to play in a couple of golf tournaments and he's not going to be able to participate now because of the ankle. He's going to get it ready so it can be ready for OTAs. Oh, I got you. I like, the, I like the, where his head's at. That's for sure. I like that he's gonna he's gonna participate. God, oh, man. that is that's that's too much. From the uh, trailer wheel and frame text line, uh, a guy gentleman says it's the calves for me. That's the calves are always the cramps that ruin things uh, when it's going down. Calf cramp. Not I've never I've never really been a calf cramp person. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I think I've experienced them all, but none of them have been a problem. You, oh, you're able you're able to put power through it. A cramp doesn't stop you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. A oh, cramp. okay, it drops me. I down. mean, I don't have a problem slowing down. Just slow down, relax a bit, let that let that thing quit quit uh, twitching like yeah. that, and then you just go back to work. Whenever I hooped, man. Whenever I used to play basketball, yeah, before I had I the hooped. old man's knee. We're, we're, we're over here. We're over here talking about. I mean, you're talking about hooping. Yeah. Go ahead. Go I, ahead. I, my cramps are, I would call them like Charlie horses. My calves, like our texture was saying, they were just like not up, man. I'd go down. I'd, I'd, it would, oh, bad, bad pain. Do you remember the first time you got a cramp? I thought I've I, never been a big cramp. I retain a lot of it, a lot of uh, uh, of uh, fluids. So well, I, I didn't, really, I, I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know what a cramp was. I've drank too much and been hung over. I was young. I didn't know what a cramp was. I thought I broke it off. Yeah. I went down. <laughs> Like imagine, imagine not knowing what this pain is, and you and it hit you get hit with it, and you are and you're just down. Could, could you hey, could you imagine hooping with him back in the day? I, I mean, I I could imagine. Here's here's Tyler. Hey, all 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 bull drive aside. Here's Tyler. You're out there at the sports complex. What role do you think, Tyler? No, first of all, I think I think Rec he, Center, Texas A&M. I, I think he shows up with at least two dogs on a leash and and ties them to the bench. I didn't have any. And then and then I think I think his his. Um, 
his shoe game and short game was probably like official NBA gear. He wore a headband. With, with a white T-shirt, he possibly a headband. a headband. He wore a headband. I did wear tight sometimes And then when you've, got, when you've got even numbers towards the end of the afternoon of hooping, when you've got even numbers and you feel like running a couple of more games, you look over and Tyler's got to leave because he's got a, a, a date with his wife to watch the Puppy Bowl. <laughs> and you're like, what are we doing, man? I mean that that's I just feel like that's I feel like that's that's a deal. It's he great. walks up, he walks up, he leashes his two dogs to a bench I'll and they're over here, there puppers. crapping and they're over there crapping around where we got to get our breather between games and stuff. They're probably licking the top of our water our waters and stuff, you know, Gatorades and stuff like that. Pups get thirsty. Maybe even chewing on somebody's shoe that they, you know, that they wore and changed into their basketball shoes. Nala does like shoes. And then he cramps up midway through the game and and and, and makes a stall for 15 minutes. I, and yeah. then he's got to leave early to watch the puppy bowl. That's tea. I, 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 <laughs> That's tea. I, I, I or to go him. play trivia night at the bar. I sense him as somebody who just hung out at the three-point line. Absolutely. Nailed it. I'm not going to – because some people will look at Tyler and say, oh, physical, screen setter, defense, like played over hard defense. No. I feel like he didn't play a lot of defense, but he hung out on the three-point line. I definitely hung out on the three-point line. I would cut late. maybe four times a game. Cut, but cut to get to cut. the other corner. To get to the exactly. Other yeah, he yeah. wasn't looking for the ball as he crossed the paint. He'd get over. Yeah, the other he'd corner. be over to that corner three. That's Need that's someone to give I me take. a screen, man. I'm moving across the court here. Me, cheater, screen setter, step on your foot to get rebounds, so you can't. Jump. Oh, that don't. I, that, yeah, you you would have. I gotta find other ways. I, I would bring two buddies of mine to the to the. the the, the uh, park and and you'd have two of them pissed off by, physical, the, time, by the, the time the first player. game got halfway physical through. Physical player. Well, claiming physical, it's dirty, <laughs> but yeah. And physical, dirty and physical. I'll take it. All right, <laughs> coming up. Wait till you hear the owner of the Colts. He is a uh, he is a uh, potentially sending a message to the Houston Texans. We'll discuss that next. Sports Radio six ten presents the drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, hey, stay tuned. Five o'clock hour. Five o'clock hour, your chance to win a four-pack of tickets. Second time we're hooking people up. Who won the first time, Tyler? You remember? Our guy Adam in Houston. Adam in Houston. Yeah, uh, answered the won. phone. He said, F yeah. He was fired up. Good job for you, Adam. You won that four-pack uh, of tickets to see the chain smokers in the three o'clock hour. Coming up in the five o'clock hour, there will be another winner uh, to win a four-pack of tickets to see the Chainsmokers at the Houston Rodeo March 10th. So stay tuned. Coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, your chance to win that four-pack of tickets. All right. uh, Damn, I love rodeo season, man. Do you? Hell yeah. You should. What's not to like, man? Any night of the week, damn near? Or what is it, three weeks? I mean, you go to a a, a damn, I mean, a a phenomenal party with carnival outside, all kind of grub. How y'all feel I about mean, a man twerking? For all the rodeo events inside. I mean, the beautiful people of Texas at the rodeo, and then you get some live music at the end. Hell yeah, I'm excited about it. Love it. All right, all right. You you're excited about that. I I, I sense, and you said this uh, a little bit ago earlier. I sense that you are not as excited about the direction that the Indianapolis Colts are going with their head coaching situation and potentially. Uh, their team. They've hired Shane Steichen. Uh, and uh, we talked to Seth about that. If you missed it, you can check it out earlier. He was on with us at 240 on the Odyssey app. And and, and for you, I, I think we're in the same boat. 
Uh, Jim Irsay gets a lot of flack about being a, a crazy dude. I don't know how to make sausage. And he gets a lot of flack for being a crazy dude, and the hiring cycle was crazy for the Colts. We kept hearing, like, Jeff Saturday was the uh, was the favorite to get that job. Yep. And all the craziness and how long it took, and all of a sudden, and now we sit here, and he's got Shane Steichen. And yep. then you look at Shane Steichen, Clint, you have to be impressed with what he's done the last two years with the Eagles offense and Jalen Hurts. He helped that offense get to the playoffs last year when they weren't full of talent, and now he took them up a notch when they add A.J. Brown, and you see how much better the offense gets and how much better he's helped Jalen Hurts get. And that's who the Colts in this division are bringing in, Clint. Yeah, look, I just I don't think there's any way to ignore what he's been able to do on the offensive side of the football. And and, and I don't think we, we probably haven't given it the airtime that it deserves, if we're being completely honest. I mean, this guy just took a second-round quarterback in Jalen Hurts, who who many believed was a, a big-time, big-time project at the NFL level. Um, I don't think anybody was convinced that he could consistently pass the football at a, at a level where you could win ball games in the NFL. Well, he got drafted in the, in the in the second round, and he went in there and he went to proving everybody wrong. And and Shane Steichen is largely responsible for building an offense around a quarterback that, from a passing perspective, is somewhat limited, underdeveloped, and putting a product on the field that that got them to the Super Bowl. Now, folks will say defense this, defense that, right? There were seventy three points scored in in this in the Super Bowl. Um, when you look at, at the offense the Philadelphia Eagles put on the field this season, in the 2022-2023 season, they played as many games as the Kansas City Chiefs played. In total, they scored three fewer points. And they did all of that with an unorthodox uh, offense, if you will, um, wrapping an offense around a, a quarterback that has a very, very, very unique skill set. And he, he went toe-to-toe. Uh, with the absolute best we have in the game and one of the absolute best uh, to ever play the game and to ever coach the game he went toe-to-toe with. And so I, I just I look at this and I go, I, I don't know how from an offensive perspective you can you can look at what Shane Steichen was able to do and minimize it in any way, uh, shape, or form. And so I, I just I, th- I think the Colts knocked it out of the park. I think Jim Irsay, call him silly, call him old, call him clueless, call him – Cokehead, whatever you want to call, whatever you want to call him. At the end of the day, Jim Irsay, I believe, got this one right, and in uh, hiring a highly sought after offensive mind, young up and comer, um, and it, it, it's impressive. I don't know what he's going to do with the staff, um, but you know, I, I think all I've done since the hiring, other than watching the Eagles play, um, I've, I've heard uh, you know bits and pieces of Shane Steichen's introductory press conference. And I'm going to tell you, it's going to play in a locker room. He spent three three minutes and 30 seconds, a little more than that, actually, thanking in a very passionate way every player and coach since Norv Turner back in the San Diego Chargers days that gave him his first shot in the NFL. And He's he been went, around since Norv, huh? Yep, yep, yep. Anthony Lynn, um, obviously Nick Sirianni. He went down – Several players with the Chargers, several players uh, with the uh, with the Eagles, uh, and it was it was genuine, sincere, believable. I think it plays in the locker room. I was impressed. Yeah, I, I, yeah, and I 
it'll be interesting because he and D'Amico were going to watch their paths. We're going to watch them as they are as they are coaching in the division and the Texans interviewed both of them, right? Like the Texans could have hired Shane Steichen if they wanted to, it seems like. It seems like this is a gig that he if it were offered to him, if that if they targeted Shane as their guy, it feels like maybe they could have they could have hired him if they wanted to. But they targeted D'Amico, which we all understand is a, is a, is the right is a is a good decision, uh, but we'll we'll be watching those two. But beyond that, it was interesting what Jim Irsay, the owner of the Colts, had to say when he talked about their draft plans. He's got his new head coach in. We saw what he's done with that Eagles offense and the quarterback Jalen Hurts. This is Jim Irsay, the owner of the Colts, talking about their potential draft plans at quarterback. We're not hiding, you know, no one can shy away from the fact what quarterback means in this league and how we have to look going forward where where Shane and Chris really, you know, dig into this draft and really see where you're at. Do you stay put? Do you trade up? You know, there's many things you can do. Uh, They took Jalen in the second round. So, um, yeah, trade back. So, um, he likes picks. That'll be a Twitter freaking quote. He likes picks, uh, 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 although the Alabama guy doesn't look bad, I tell you. Um. <laughs> Jim is a Jim's Don't one of a kind. Hey, hey, the, the best thing about that—the second time I've heard it—is is it's like. Old Ballard was like, "Hey man, don't forget we can also trade back. Like, don't don't show our hand too much." And and then and old Ursay said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I know, man. You like, yeah, he likes big. Yeah, old Alabama guy number one doesn't look too." Bad. <laughs> He's like, really show yeah. the hand. Hey, hey, Chris, you're lucky to have a job, man. Shut up. That old boy in Alabama doesn't look bad at number one. Um, yeah, look, I I thought it was pretty slick right there, the old man to 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 kind of. Now, nah, look, I, I I think he's playing games with the Texans ultimately, and and uh, but but that's that's what he should do leading up to the draft. Um, is make them think that there's a a, a good possibility that it's highly likely that he's going to jump ahead of them in in the uh, in in the first round there with that number one overall pick and. Um, I, I thought it was pretty slick by the way. He may man. be playing games, yeah. but I do think Jim Irsay will give Shane Steichen the quarterback he wants. If they if there Ooh. is if they have the ability to go yeah. and get somebody, if he thinks he's got to get to the one spot to get the guy he wants, whether yeah. it's C.J. Stroud or Bill Levis or, or, or Bryce like he just mentioned, I think he will do what it takes to well, go up there and get the quarterback that, that they need. If anybody is is more motivated than the rest of the NFL to make aggressive moves to get your quarterback, I think it should be the Indianapolis Colts. I think if you just look at it, the best-case scenario, um, when you hire a new head coach, um, particularly an offensive-minded head coach, is to go get him his quarterback immediately. Don't waste a year that could be used on on developing that quarterback. And don't be afraid for that quarterback to go out and fail because you don't have the right supporting cast but in the meantime, behind the scenes, man, he's chopping wood and he's getting better and he's getting on the same page as the offensive coordinator. He's learning how to be a pro and then put the pieces around him. I think best-case scenario, offensive-minded head coach, go get your quarterback and you let those two guys go through some growing pains and learn together and, and you put the, the pieces around him. I, I think that makes, that makes perfect sense. Um, but you look at Indianapolis as a whole, one – they know what a franchise quarterback looks like. I think when you look at Peyton Manning, obviously, when you look at Andrew Luck, uh, there with the Colts, they they clearly know what yeah. what a, because of those two guys, um, what a franchise quarterback looks like. And then really, you look at they had a whole hell of a lot of success. But when you look at the t- two of the last three quarterbacks they've had in there, Matt Ryan and Philip Rivers, both of those guys were franchise quarterbacks at at one time or another. So they they've had four guys that I think are 
walking, breathing examples of what a franchise quarterback looks like, how that guy should act. Now, they may have a different ball game. They may play a little differently, but they know what one looks like. And they've failed miserably going after veterans. So, yeah, I mean, I would think if anybody is is is, is more motivated than the next guy to, to move up and be aggressive and take risks to get your young quarterback and let your offensive-minded head coach develop him, I would think it would be Chris Ballard and Jim Ursay and the Indianapolis Colts. I, I think that is a difference. And, and and I'm not saying right now who is right or wrong, but I think that is a difference in how the Texans operate and how I think the Colts will operate. I don't I like I don't think the Texans and I know we kind of talked about this with Brooks earlier and it, it kind of annoyed you and I think that may be something we need to revisit cuz I can hear it. I I'm with you. I don't think that the Texans view anybody that says all right, man, we got we have to go get that person. We got like we got to give up assets to go get that person. I think the Colts definitely have that in their mindset. I, I think they will go out and do what they have to do to go get who they need to get. And I think that is a difference here uh between those two teams. So we'll see what happens. I would not be surprised at all if they move from four uh up to one with the Bears to get the quarterback that they want to get to. All right, coming up, we'll give you the latest on uh, uh, other coaches been filled. We've heard about the Colts, but the Arizona Cardinals have a new guy. Uh, can that guy handle Kyler Murray? We'll discuss that as well as Framber Valdez. There's a report that uh, there may be some uh, conversation between him and the Astros. Not so fast, his agent says. We'll give you the latest on that coming up next on The Drive. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.